from the Caribbean and I'm a Christian boy. Hello everybody and welcome to Inspiration for Your Day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Nicole Georges Bennett, your host for this special podcast just for you. I'm so happy to have you with me for this hour or so as we praise the Lord and thank Him for His many blessings. Lots happening in the program today, so let's get it going. start off with a song that makes you want to celebrate being a Christian, isn't it? As always, I'd like to dedicate this program to the Lord, so I'll ask you to take a few minutes to join me in prayer before we get back into the music and into our special features today. I found this prayer with Version Bible app, and this is a prayer for frontline workers. They are so crucial to the fight against the virus that's happening right now. So please do take a moment and let's beseech the Lord together for His intervention on behalf of frontline workers. Dear Lord, thank you for loving us more than life itself. Life is hard and uncertain. So much pain, hurt, and heartache seem to surround us. And yet, knowing this, you still willingly gave up your life and became God with us and God who rescues us. Because of your sacrifice, 
we can spend eternity with you. There is no pain. There is no pain that you cannot conquer, no hurt that you cannot heal, and no life you cannot transform. Heavenly Father, thank you for the frontliners who are caring for us, protecting and serving our communities, our families. Thank you for these servant leaders called to this work, trained for such a time as this, who are daily risking their own health and safety for others. Please protect them from harm. Give them courage and strength. Draw close, Lord, and let them feel your presence throughout the long hours that they are working. Father, please provide everything they need, both for the people they are serving and for their loved ones. Surround them with people who will help and support them and their families, even as they selflessly care for others. Lord, you said that we would face troubles in this world, but also that you have overcome it. Hallelujah. Please work together with our frontliners, Lord, to ultimately bring about the best outcome possible. Father, we also want to take a moment to remember the families and loved ones of the victims of that tragedy that happened in Nova Scotia recently. We ask that you please bring comfort to them as well. Please bless this podcast and may it glorify your name. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. All right, folks, we're going to get back into the music, but first, this message. Hey, kids, we need you to sing O Canada. Please have your parents record you singing or playing O Canada and email it to us at dossonia at gmail.com. That's D-A-W-E-S-S-O-N-I-A at gmail.com. We will create a compilation of your recordings to air before one of our online services. Thanks, kids and parents.
coming up this week and next week. Lots of April babies. I'd like to say happy birthday to Mark Delante, also to Anthea Jones, Veronica Malcolm, Matthias Ambrose. Gotta say hi and happy birthday to my girl, Joan Lawler, and also to Jennifer Sharp. And here's a special dedication just for you. Happy birthday. Down as soon as I got on my feet 
been another Music Major production. I can't hear y'all clapping. Okay, folks, so let's remember we continue to walk in faith through this challenge. We know that in His timing, God will work all things together for our good and His glory. We continue to be His hands and feet to those in need. Remember to give someone a call or send a text or an email. Check up on your friends and your church family. We are isolated but still connected, so practice the TLC ABCs and 123s. And now I've got a special feature for you. Um, in my spare time, sometimes I write poetry. And Pastor Sabrina Forrester has very kindly read one of my poems. And it is about that special moment of grace when the woman in Samaria meets Jesus at the well. This is Pastor Sabrina reading Samaria. I walk in the scorching hour of the day balancing the clay pot on my head. My back is erect, my posture proud. My coal-rimmed eyes glare defiantly. My silver anklets tinkle out my rebellion. Let them stare, scorn and spit. I owe them nothing. A pebble rolls past me, perhaps loosened by an errant breeze, but my heart still catches in my throat. Is this the beginning of the end? the hail of judgment stones that will rend my unworthy flesh. I spin, poised for flight. Sweat runs down my back. There's no one behind me, but I know they're there, watching me with condemning eyes. I turn around slowly, my fingers locked to the rim of the pot tightly. There's a man seated near the well. He wasn't there before. I know he wasn't, but he's a foreigner. He doesn't know me. There's safety in that. May I have a drink of water? The question shocks me. What do you really want, I think, as suspicion twists my gut? But he is offering to give, not take, everything I've ever done, ever longed for, every secret sin and shame he knows. And as he speaks, I feel love emanating from his sheer presence, love that demands my heart and soul and yet takes nothing away. Give me this water. I hear the yearning in my voice, but I am not ashamed to beg for this love. I'm so thirsty for respect and acceptance. My bones are dry and hollow, but as he speaks, my heart swells and burns, and I am full. Living water brims over and zeal floods me. I run into the city and bang on those windows and doors that have long been closed to my affront. I ignore their hostile eyes and I gasp out. Come here a man that told me everything I've ever done and still gave me water. Thank you so much, Pastor Sabrina. You did such a beautiful job, didn't you folks? I really hope that you enjoyed that.
young people or teens in the house, remember they can join in on the TLC Youth Meetings via Zoom on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. To get the Zoom ID, you can email the Lakeside Church at info at lakesidechurch.ca or text the church at 647-501-5040. That's 647-501-5040. Belongs to you. for a word from TLC's own Yvonne. Good day, friends. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Words of encouragement for today is don't lose your focus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Let me start with a story about Dexter. You see, Dexter functions way below his age and doesn't do well without explicit directions. One day, Dexter's mom gave him a shopping list to buy milk, salt, oil, and fish. Next to the items, she added the cost of each. At the end of the list, she drew a line and added total and the amount beside it. Dexter took the list and went off to the store about 10 a.m. Now, the store is only about 15 minutes away from home. Time went by and Dexter did not return home. Worried, his mother called him on his new phone. She said, Dexter, you left home at 10 this morning. The store is only 15 minutes away. It is now 3 p.m. Where are you? Are you okay? Dexter joyfully answered his mother and said, Well, Mom, I'm okay. I'm at the store. I bought the milk, the salt, the oil and the fish, and I have been up and down the aisles, checked all the shelves, looking for the total. But for the life of me, I can't find it anywhere. You see, 
Dexter lost his focus. He took his focus off the grocery items and began focusing on the total. And that's what happens when we move our focus from God to our circumstances. Friends, everything changes when we set our focus on God. Because there is no problem too hard for Him. He can use every circumstance for your good and His glory. Because nothing is impossible for God, every challenge you encounter is just another opportunity to see His mighty work in your life. Unfortunately, sometimes you lose your focus. It is so easy to do, especially when unexpected trouble arises. When you call out to God, He truly hears you, even the words you don't say. Have you taken your troubles to others only to be let down? Then turn your concerns over to God. God hasn't moved. Your focus has, and you must turn your attention back to Him, because He's still bigger than your problems and will certainly help you. The songwriter says, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. You may face many challenges every day, but one truth that doesn't change, God is your eternal strength and your present help. Do you recall when Peter saw Jesus walking on the sea through the storm? Peter was in awe. And when Jesus called him to join him, Peter got out of the boat and started walking toward Jesus. But what happened after? When Peter realized where he was, he took his focus off of Jesus. And when that happened, he began to sink. Peter took his focus off Jesus and looked at his surroundings. We tend to do that, don't we? So here we are in this time of peril facing a situation that terrifies us. Yet in spite of it all, we must know that God is in control and that he's fighting for us. We must know where our help comes from. Psalm 121 verses 1 to 2 says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. We have to know that our God can make all things right that God's wisdom is profound. His power is vast. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed and miracles that cannot be counted. As for me, before I go, I know there is amazing grace. I know there is power in the blood. I know that he walks with me and he talks with me, that because he lives, I can face tomorrow. And it is all because of the old rugged cross. So my friends, remember, don't lose your focus. Keep your eyes steadfast on Jesus because the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. Thank you so much, Yvonne. We really appreciate you sharing your heart with us. Remember to tune in Sundays for a live service on the Lakeside Church website. That's thelakesidechurch.ca and the Lakeside Church Toronto on Facebook. Okay, folks, it's time to soak in some Caribbean drama. It's episode four of Redemption Road. Last week on Redemption Road. I am tired, sister. 
so tired of hoping every month and every year and just being devastated each time. Robbie and I are content and we accept God's will. I see you're not trying hard enough. If you can pop out a child for Felix Perriman, you can surely give me a proper grandchild. God is not holding my mistakes over my head. He's forgiven me. You cannot play innocent with me, Mr. Perryman. I know you're hungry for the power of the pulpit. Deacon White, let me make that clear to you. I'm here to help. The last thing that I want is for the church to split. You think I've forgotten what you really are? This church is not a dog to return to its own vomit. What? If they want me as pastor, I will start my own church and I will take them with me. As a matter of fact, I take in all of them with me. Felix, what have you done? Jesse, you were in time. That man going to open another church and my child turning in a grave? That's not right. Do the thing for me, eh? Do it for me, na man. I don't know why you playing like you don't know what to do. Woman, kitemwe. I'm tired of telling you. I don't mess with them things. My hands not dirty. I can't believe Robbie sat there and let his father insult me. Why? What just happened? Felix? Repent! Repent! Papa met! It's Jael! Doc! Like Lucifer, you have stayed in your heart. I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will make myself like the most high. Repent! Jael, stop! What do you want? Is that any way to greet your new prime minister? What happened? You look frightened, man. What's that? What's that noise? What noise? I didn't hear anything. No, there is nowhere you can hide from me. Please, cover my family in the blood of Jesus. Protect us from our enemy. This is the story of one couple's fight for redemption. Pastor Robbie and Donna White face the threat of division in their beloved church. Can this young couple overcome the obstacle, or will the church and the village be changed forever? First Lady of Redemption Pentecostal Church, Donna White, is feeling very upset. Her mother-in-law, Sister White, has troubling news. And Marjan says they fight every single day and night and you can hear the bottles breaking and the cursing. It's just shameful. You know, it's a very good thing that I'm not one to gossip, eh? But you can imagine what everyone is saying. I mean, really, what is your mother thinking about having a relationship with such a young man? That whole relationship I find is so inappropriate. Well, thank goodness I mind my own business, eh? With what I know, imagine if I was a gossip. Excuse me. Yes? Ma? It's me. Can you want to give me? Ma, 
you know it's me. Please don't hang up. I called because I'm hearing the guy you're living with is hurting you. Betsy, mind your own business. Who tell you I want to hear you? Is it true he's beating you? Who's that? Me? If he even lay a finger on me, he's red hospital he going. Ma, is he hurting you? Tell me the truth. The truth, Miss Donner, is that your father beat me. And Charity father beat me. So it's not now for me to fret blues. Then send him away. If he's abusing you, why you letting him stay? Oh, you never hear? If you do beat, you do love. And let me tell you, child, your father was the worst I take blows from. And just blows like rain so I could take care of you. Stupid me. Look how you and your lover turn around and kill my child. Ma, that is so unfair. I wish I could have saved the charity. You blame Felix and me and not the man who tried to kill us. Mm-hmm. It's the same Felix you should be worrying about. When he die in the madhouse, you will see. I will fix him good. What? What do you mean, Ma? Ma? Eh, eh, what happened? What did she say? She hung up on me, eh? Lord, what did she mean by that? Just as Donna is puzzling over her mother's strange words, Donna, it's Miriam. Please come and get Thomas. What has he done this time? Just being rude and disrespectful as usual. Miriam, he's at an age where he's testing the adults in his life. But he's a good boy. He needs manners. We are trying our best with him. I'm grateful to you for being so patient with him. I'm sure he sees the love of Jesus in the way you handle him. I don't know about that. No, if I'm honest, I haven't been patient with him at all. I'm having a really hard time with this Donna. Every time I see him, I feel like I've been stabbed through the heart again. Even after all this time, the child is a constant reminder that my husband cheated on me with you. I know, and I'm sorry. I hope one day you'll be able to forgive me. But please don't blame Thomas. He's an innocent child. I'm coming to pick him up now. No, I don't want you to think he's not safe here. I would never hurt a child. Look, I know I called you, but you don't have to come right away. Let's see how the rest of the day goes and I'll, and I'll let you know. It's okay, I will cope. Actually, he can spend the night. Don't worry about it. Carla and Keith are up from college for the weekend and they always enjoy having him over. I'm really glad they get along so well. Thank you very much, Miriam. I'll be praying for all of you. Bye. Thomas, come here, please. I didn't do nothing. I know that, child. Don't test me. <sighs> Listen. I want us to get along better. I want you to be more polite when you speak to me 
and I will try not to shout at you. Can we try that? I guess so. Okay, go play. <sighs> Father God, forgive me for passing my rage on the boy. I feel so overwhelmed with bitterness. I don't even recognize the person I've become. I don't know who I am anymore and if I'm to find myself again, I need to go. I need to go somewhere, anywhere. I need to leave redemption. Thomas, what did your auntie want? Is everything all right? Yes, dad. She says we are going to get along better. Ah, that's very nice. I'm glad she's not giving you trouble. <laughs> Granny said if I get trouble to give trouble back. Aha. Uh -huh. Which granny that said that? Mommy's mother, the one who owns the rum shop. I see. She told you to make trouble, right? Yes. She said if Auntie quarreled with me, that I should fight back. Son, your granny is wrong. She shouldn't tell you to do that because she is making things worse for you. Please don't listen to her. Do your best to get along with your auntie, okay? Yes, Dad. I'll see you later. I have a meeting with the new Catholic priest at St. Patrick's. Okay. Yeah, marriages, marriages. Still up to your old bad tricks. Using your own grandson to stir up trouble. That's uh, fam, Pastor Robbie White is at his parents' home. He has an idea to discuss with them. A rather surprising idea. So I have some good news. Felix called me to say he has decided to do the mature thing and not start his own church. Thank God. He wants to use his charisma to form a cult. Beware of him, Robbie. Dad, you really should have nothing to say because it was your insults that made things escalate to that point. I don't know what made you talk to him like that. You're lucky. He's decided to do the right thing. Hmm. A snake is always a snake. Anyway, I'm here to tell you that I've received a letter from the new priest, Father Pearson, he seems very keen on promoting unity amongst the different denominations in the village. I can't understand why they bother sending new priests here. That church is done. Actually, some of our older members have started going back to Mass. And it seems he's preaching about power of the Holy Spirit, which is attracting young people. I did warn you, if you marry Donna, people wouldn't like it. Just look at how many members we've lost. We're not having that conversation, Mom. In his letter, Father Pearson has invited us to hold a joint prayer meeting in the town square. With us? You mean Pentecostals and Catholic praying together? To whom? The Pope? Our. No! To God! We would agree on a program together with the Baptist Church and come up with a theme for the meeting and work together. I think we can do something that is acceptable to all of us. The Baptists are fooled too? 
Never. Be not unequally yoked. How could you even consider it? I think it's something to pray about before we just reject the idea. Redemption needs unity. I'd like to think we can all love our neighbors as ourselves. Consorting with idol worshippers? What next? You going to help them organize a carnival band too? And what are you calling it? Redeem and Rosary? <laughs> Lord help me. Can't we find common ground and embrace the doctrines we share? Father Pearson is taking this step to reach out to us. Well, Robbie, I don't know if Donna is putting these ideas in your head, but you can just forget it. We will never join forces with Catholics. <laughs> All right, thanks for your rational response. I'm going over to talk it over with Father Pearson. I was hoping you'd come with me, Dad, but I guess that's not happening. You never listen to me. You will regret this. Two Rastafarians tend their plot of land on the mountain overlooking the village. They are startled when a woman wearing a white head wrap and dress suddenly walks out of the bush and comes up to meet them. Heel sister, where you do up here, sir? Nobody else come this far up in the heights. Peace, brethren. I just come for reason with the hydrin for a little while. A wicked one has set down roots deep on your land and you don't know. Take care. Don't walk over that side of the hill where you see the smoke rising. The man who no see over there is a worker of iniquity. All this land here belong to your children. This land passed down many generations. Why you tell us don't pass? Me no uno tough. But on that side there is a son of Satan. Him have dark power for a little while longer. So keep clear. I and I no fear no one. We know how we go deal with him. No, brethren, is not your place. When the appointed time is right, him will fall. So just say, me just come warn you. Keep your youth safe. Keep your women folk close. If Ono na eat this warning, he will steal Ono's soul. Me see your eyes shine bright, sister. You telling the truth? Don't pass on that side of the mountain, you hear me? You got a fire in your eye. Okay, we stay clear like you say. Blessings on you always. Walk good, me brethren. Pastor Robbie goes to St. Patrick to speak with Father Pearson. When he enters the priest's office, he is surprised to find Felix Perriman already there and a woman who looks very familiar. Hello, Felix. Father Pearson, thanks for inviting me. It's no problem, Pastor Robert. I've asked Pastor Perriman to join us because I'd like you to hear what this lady has to say. This is Mrs. Blanca Black, Prime Minister Black's wife. Pastor Robert, it's good to meet you. Mrs. Black, I had heard you were in redemption. You setting up a hotel, I believe? Black bought my old house from the bank when I couldn't pay my mortgage. But I hear he's converting it into a guest house, right? That's not true. 
Mrs. Black has important news that will affect us all. Please, go ahead, Mrs. Black. My husband is planning to use the house as a guest house for his business partners, foreign clients, men with wealth. That's the cover story. In fact, it will also be a casino and a high-end brothel. What? No way. Not in redemption. I'm sorry. It gets worse. He plans to use the young women, girls and boys of this village to be the staff in the business. He knows there aren't many opportunities or jobs here. He's going to take advantage of that by seducing these kids with promises of quick money. Their parents won't let that happen. I've seen similar situations in other parishes. Money can blind anyone. But Reginald grew up here. We are his neighbors and his constituents. Why would he bring such evil here? Because he can. Pastor Felix, you of all people know what he's capable of. He has redemption in his back pocket. And it doesn't matter what he does. The people will love him. He can get away with anything. We won't let him do this. I'm glad you said that, Robbie because I've got a plan to stop this from happening. We'll need to join forces. You can't fight him. I've tried many times. In the end, he just has too much money and power. It does seem hopeless. I watched his team of lawyers manipulate the court during my trial. I know all too well what he can do. But it's because you know how he operates that we need you, Felix. I am not going to just sit and watch Black destroy us. Father Pearson, Redemption Pentecostal will stand with you. The people need you to, Pastor Felix. I've heard they still look to you for leadership. Mrs. Black is risking her own safety to provide us with inside information. Will you help us fight, Felix? It seems I have no choice. This will be a fight, not just for lives but for the souls of the children of redemption. You've been listening to Redemption Road. Join us next week for another episode of this compelling drama of despair and restoration through the grace and love of Jesus Christ.
you everybody for listening. I really hope you enjoyed the show and it's lifted your heart and your spirits and put a smile on your face and renewed hope in your heart. Remember to tune in on Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. to the Lakeside Church live stream or Facebook page at 7 p.m. for weekly prayer meeting and also on Sunday for services at 10.30 a.m. You've been listening to Inspiration for Your Day. Have a great day, everybody, and God bless you, TLC.